We now take you live to Tallahassee for this exclusive announcement from Chief Patronus. Sir, the floor is yours. Dear Governor Whitmer, with recent media reports that you and your chief operations officer separately visited the great state of Florida, I want to take the liberty to provide you and your whole entire team materials from Visit Florida, our state's official marketing brand for future visits. Included with this letter, I've attached a summary of our promotional materials to help plan your next visit. As both you and your COO know from personal experience, Florida is safe for travel. With over 8 million Floridians fully vaccinated, unlike a lot of other states, Florida is safe and open for business. The fact that Florida has a lower mortality rate than other lockdown states like New York, indeed, our governor successfully balanced the coronavirus with keeping our small businesses open. No doubt many of your fellow Michiganers have traveled to the Sunshine State this year, and we proudly welcome them. Moreover, like yourself, many of your constituents have loved ones in the state of Florida that they have not seen in some time. I know members of your team are telling you, downplay your recent trip to Florida. Don't listen to them. <laughs> now that you and your COO have personally experienced what the Sunshine State has to offer, I encourage you to share your experiences, share them publicly, and moreover, however, come back frequently. Sincerely, Jimmy Petronas, Chief Financial Officer, State of Florida. Breaking this double bullshit, double bullshit. That's right. Look at that. Mark's already killing the show. One little glitch, and you're already frowning. That's what I do best. <laughs> what frown or create a glitch? Turn that frown upside down, Mark. We got a hell of a show. Hello, Governor Whitmer. I know what you did. I know what you did. Now, everybody remembers last week we we're talking about the Attorney General Dana Nessel and her private. Caribbean getaway with the prominent attorney, right? Uh, who paid the bills? Yep. Well, here's what I come to find out. It's not Nestle complaining to the publisher of the Detroit News, and it's uh, not Nestle complaining to the editorial page director of the Detroit News. It was Whitmer's camp. Really? Whitmer. Wow. Whitmer's camp wanting a correction and wanted shit pulled out of the story. She basically want to do the old school shadow ban and it had to do with the airplane one little paragraph at the end i'm going to read it governor we'll, we'll, we'll get this straight hey, bring that music out of there please thank you it reads speaking of airplanes it happens that Gretch whitmer was entitled to the free jet ride she took to florida at the height of the pandemic but even whitmer knew the optics of mooching a free jet which you did were so bad that she opted to charge the freight to her campaign fund. The problem is the businessmen who own the jet are not legally entitled to accept money because their airplane isn't federally registered as a charter business. Right? Now, they're complaining that I made it sound like she took a free jet ride. 
But she did. I, I, <laughs> no, I wrote it. No, her campaign, if you go to the campaign filings, wrote a check. Okay. For the airplane. After you made brought attention to it. Right. Okay. And they have an excuse for that, which all is right. we had planned all along. In fact, before we even flew, we, we made an arrangement. But it, it took months and, and Leduff finding out for us to actually write the check. But if the, if the aircraft isn't registered as a freight, is that able to be written as, off as, as such? A, as a charter. As a charter. Raise it. Uh, well, now... That's what the stories say. You're not getting a correction. The story's asking, and I'm just asking, since you made it a public issue, did the businessman cash the check? Mm -hmm. that's, that, that's all. I mean, let's, Simple. Let's, let's finish the story. Did the businessman cash the check? Show us the, the cash check. But even if they cash the check and it's not certified or authorized as a charter, then it can't be applied for that trip so I just, that's that's as i understand it okay so, that's what i'm saying as it I, was it was very good uh, journalism by paul egan at the free right? press to figure out the faa is like wait a minute you, mm -hmm. your your 501c3 your campaign fund your charity right? can't do it can't pay for it mm -hmm. so it stands to reason i would think and with my talkings with the faa i'm pretty sure but the question's still open can your campaign actually pay a non-charter jet for the flight so it's real simple madam since you brought it up, and we're all wondering now, it's a matter of public interest, did they cash the check? Way to make the call. You know what I would do with these dummy millennials that she got around them doing, you know, <laughs> tweeting and, and communications? I'd shit can their ass. Yeah, you guys are dopes. Well, they, they don't understand strategy. They don't understand fact. They understand perception uh, and, and, and presentation. And that's it. Because my thing, Charlie, and I know you may not agree, even if they cash the check, the money can't be applied to that if they aren't authorized to take it as a charter. Well, again. That's my point. Well, right. And I'm saying, I'm not. I got you. I'm only you, asking. Right. Oh, I know this is a little saying. confusing to me. Maybe they can. I, okay. You're asking. I got Maybe, it. So show us, show us the check. Now, why would you get all shitty and Ben Asha, remember the story got posted at 8 o'clock on a Tuesday and you don't start calling till Friday morning. Mm. So why you, Somebody and, said something. Yeah, I wonder from where. Because mm -hmm. six weeks ago, I compared you to Trump, right? Mm -hmm. Campaign filings and da-da-da-da. Uh, you didn't get bent out of shape then. During, during the election last year, you didn't get bent out of shape when we were doing it. So mm -hmm. what, what could be happening? Why are they seeing Gretchen Whitmer commercials at NBA playoff games up on the Jumbotron? Mm. What could possibly be going on? Now, after a few calls uh, particularly about a dozen here's the layout <laughs> governor are you being vetted for the cabinet for joe biden's cabinet hmm. and washington gets a whiff of this and goes holy shit you got a clarence thomas thing going on could it could it be that could it be if sleepy joe doesn't make it through that you're gearing up mm -hmm. could it could it oh, yeah. be that oh, yeah, yeah. I, I would think so. I mean, remember, she was, you know, chasing after him for the VP nomination. So everybody is setting up for their next position. Well, right. she's, she's always been concerned, too, more about her national image um, as opposed to her image here. And what I mean by that is look at all the national interviews she does and look how many local interviews she does in the state. Yeah. Few and far between. So let's see if she goes. It will make sense to be going to the cabinet and getting vetted because she was vetted in 2019, mm -hmm. right? Um, but that was pre-COVID. 
right. and her whole record, and it's not a good record, and we're going to explain that to you, the nursing home debacle. Uh, her whole record is predicated on the COVID response, and it's not going to fly. Once people really look at her and, you know, not just happy to be hanging around, yeah. like it's, it's not going to stand. And the airplane's a bad, bad look. It was really it bad. It is, especially when there's so much conversation about gifts and, and, and reporting yeah. and, and ethics yeah. and, and perception and appearance of impropriety. Now, you're right. Now, if she's making a run, right? Or I think more concretely, something in the cabinet so the B-listers can come in, freshen up Washington for mm -hmm. Biden. And once you're a cabinet secretary, that's basically free campaigning oh, for yeah. the president for a year and a half on our dime, right? So Pretty much. So if... She goes, who becomes governor? Do, do we say it? Yeah, yeah. Is this rhetorical? <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. No, I was like, let's is this a trick let's, question? Let's, let's do the math. <laughs> who becomes governor? Well, Charlie, as you know, uh, Duggan already had a huge uh, it's, fundraiser. It's, 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 it's a simple answer. It's, who's, who becomes governor if... Who's going to run for governor? No. The lieutenant governor. Who becomes, oh, the lieutenant governor if she leaves early. Right. Okay. And who is that? That is Garland Gilchrist. Yes, Garland Gilchrist. Yeah, you know, bum, old bumbling Garland, right? You know, he slides in there. The home he, renovator. Right? The home <laughs> renovator. He, he's young. He's African-American. That's historic. Okay? So if he's already the incumbent, let's say, mm -hmm. then that's big fuckery to who? Duggan. Yeah. But I'm telling you, Charlie, there, there, there's so many chess pieces in this whole political game with that. The Stabenow thing, the governor piece, the appointment, the mayor, you know, they're, mm. they're already polling calls going out asking about potential uh, mayoral candidates. So it's, it's, it's a lot of moving pieces. <laughs> if, only, if only they spend as much time on governing. I know, but they don't. Everybody's planning on their next position, course, their next job, election. Yeah. Yeah, could, you, could you imagine, like, it's uh, um, Speaker McCarthy's meeting with Biden, right, to talk yeah, about the the impasse the, mm -hmm. the, the budget and the debt ceiling and one of the things i think are, is smart is uh, the republicans would like a clawback on all of those billions mm -hmm. of unspent covid dollars if doug if, if biden agrees to that this state is fucked and this yeah. city is fucked because if you really look at what they've been doing it was a whole lot of nothing mm -hmm. duggan becomes a mayor when the emergency manager leaves him 150 million dollar slush fund all the debts erased right Whitmer couldn't get a budget together. You remember pre-COVID that she couldn't get a budget mm -hmm. through. Then COVID happens, the receipts go down, and he sends billions. Mm -hmm. They they didn't have to do any any tough governing. Nope. That just watch it go. Is that why y'all pissed off? Because it's not getting pulled, and it's correct. So give us the check. Oh, and if you do run, there's all kinds of stuff like uh, this one here in Michigan. We sacrifice and do the right thing for our fellow Michiganders. When Governor Whitmer mandated we cancel vacations and weddings to help stop COVID-19, we did it. When forced to visit our loved ones through glass windows, as hard as it was, we listened. If, however, you are the governor and you really want to see your family in Florida, because we all miss our families, then go ahead. And if you get caught, just lie. If the governor says no spring break this year, then that goes for all of us. Except, of course, if you are the person in the governor's office who is in charge of vaccine distribution and needing a girl's trip to Florida, then have a good time. Don't worry about failing to fill out the state's vaccine order 
missing the deadline to get an additional 360,000 doses during a massive COVID surge. Your tan will be on point this summer. And as much as we all want to get a condo in sunny Gulf Shores, Alabama, we should heed Whitmer's advice. Unless you're her public health director, then bon voyage. <laughs> Remember, Michigan, we are all in this together. We play by the rules. Unless you're Governor Whitmer or work for Whitmer. And in that case, play by your own rules. Pure hypocrisy. Pure Whitmer. But you know, Charlie, everybody knew about this and people were still just, even if it's somebody that you like, I mean, they were just, oh, that was no big deal. That was wrong. You know, that wasn't wrong. How do you overlook? I mean, I believe in being objective and dealing with facts. If you do something wrong, I'm going to say, Charlie, that was wrong. Regardless, I would be a fool to sit here and say, yeah, I mean, but I'm saying some things are just, you know, definitive, but yet and still her supporters just, you know, were passive and overlooked it. Go ahead. Be supporters. I don't forget. You know what I mean? I'll do it later, but my daughter's asking me what my political stance is and (laughs) it's all confused. We'll we'll do that a little bit later. Um, First, I want to encourage you all. If you can't get down to American Coney Island, go online and get a Coney kit. Have them delivered to you. It's barbecue season. And do not boil these hot dogs. They have lamb casing, tender. It's sort of like, what's the difference between a sausage a and, a fra- and, 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 a, and a, a kielbasa? The kielbasa has cow intestine. Right? It's the casing because it's very hard. These dogs have lamb. That's why they're like... Flaky, so how flaky crust on a pie. Snap. So how do you prepare them? You you grill them. Okay. Yeah, perfect for grilling, and then you get uh, how many? How, what is that? A pound? How, how much chili? Pound and a half Ooh. of chili, proprietary chili. The steamer buns, the Vidalia onion, and the cute little hat. You just go to AmericanConeyIsland.com, right? And if you're having trouble getting online to order it. You call XG Service Group because there's something going wrong. <laughs> with your Wi-Fi. With your Wi-Fi. They do Wi-Fi, uh, VOIP, uh, phone service, security cameras, hidden ca- all of it. Yep. Yep. Good guys. All of it. Yeah, they're busy wiring up train tracks right now <laughs> and maybe the, a golf course. They're doing cameras. They do construction cameras. Everything. Everything. You, uh, structured cable. They redid Drew's, Drew's house? Did Drew's. I know a person who could not get internet where they lived uh, further up north in Oakland County, and he managed to do it when no one else could. So. Bada wow. bing. That's all you got to do is call Matt Yaskovitz at 734-245-4100. And, of course, as always, ADR, experienced, competent, uh, reduce your costs, increase your bottom line. I was going to have him on because now I can say it. Mm. Oh, we're going to have him on. Hey, Duggan, we're going to have him on. Barry Ellen Tuck was in charge of the demolition for the state and he was doing a fantastic job till they noticed shit wasn't being done legally. That's true. Blew the whistle and then he got charged. You know what? He, jury came back two hours later and that included lunch. Get the fuck out of here. The guy is good. He's competent. He uh, has overseen more than a quarter billion dollar in private construction projects. We will have him on. <clears throat> it's time, Mike. We're coming. The truth shall set you free. Mm-hmm. Right? That's it. Hey, Whitmer, give us the check. If only. Hey, Duggan, you know a couple million more dollars in fines are coming, don't mm-hmm. you? You all do. Hi, John. That's truth. <laughs> Get ready for it. All right. Um, 
Now, we were right about the airplane. Mm-hmm. We were right about the Turks and Caicos getaway for the Attorney General. We were right about the demolition in the dirt. How many thousands of holes got poison shit in there? We're going to find out. We'll get there. And now, nursing, nursing homes. homes. I don't know. I really encourage everybody, if you care about this stuff, and it's not over for you, that you go to uh, uh, Craig Mauger mm-hmm. in the Detroit News last week, two-part series, about the nursing homes. This is a, fuck it, this is, this is important. Very extensive, very detailed, <laughs> uh, exhaustive report. He, he, yes, he asked for all the complaints against the nursing homes, right? The 450 mm-hmm. so federally licensed that the state inspects for Allegedly. the feds, right? So he asked for the first three months of the pandemic, March through May, 2020. By state law, the, the Freedom of Information Act, the state has three weeks mm-hmm. to fulfill that request. He got them three years, three years wow. later. Now, we can all guess as to why, right? I know why. Yeah, they want to give it. Right. Period. Out of sight, out of mind, it's over. Forget about, forget mm-hmm. a, think of, of a human being, somebody you love who caught COVID and can't breathe and is struggling to live and they're locked away and you can't even see them. We locked our kids away. Mm-hmm. to protect the old people who we locked away by themselves and they died in the darkness now okay so what did he find michigan nursing homes this is at the beginning of the right mm-hmm. repeatedly failed early in the pandemic to isolate patients with covid19 mm-hmm. even though we had hubs and they assured us they were isolating them they failed to provide minimum levels of care minimum levels of care and did not disclose infections of covid in the facilities when they occurred now something particular like in luddington uh a nursing home staff member was forced to work with 101 degree fever Mm -hmm. walking around spreading this right in detroit one facility was so short staffed that patients were left to themselves Mm -hmm. just locked away Nobody, nobody looking after them. And at that same facility, only about half the staff had personal protection equipment while a worker complained they were continuing to bring in COVID-19 people. Mm-hmm. This was the strategy? So they were cross-contaminating. But remember the guy that you we talked to that worked in the nursing home that said that they were not separating, they were not, they were doing none of the things that they were supposed to do. Paulie I mean, the very Porter. Very simple stuff. Paulie yeah. the Porter. Yep. Or... or uh, one of the engineers at TCF and what a big mm-hmm. fucking boondoggle that was and yeah. nobody ever used it. Not or, one. Or the head nurses blowing the whistle at the hubs. Mm-hmm. They're lying about the deaths. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or the body collector when I oh, went yeah, into the nursing about? homes with him. Like it was nothing that. but plastic sheets and we were getting this bullshit like this is fantastic. And what did... Uh, here, I, I pulled it up. I'm never, I'm never going to fucking forget this. When the legislature finally got their power back and they mm-hmm. voted to have infected old people in their own facility and not put them in the same building because mm-hmm. the shower curtain is not going right. to stop COVID, Whitmer vetoed it and said, quote, the false, it was, this legislation was based on the false premise that isolation units created within these facilities are somehow insufficient to protect seniors. Huh? They lied about it all. You think? Yeah. 
he, he lied about it all. Yeah, and, and Charlie, you said, you know, if you have a loved one or whatever, this touch, touches and should concern everybody, whether you have a senior in your family or, I mean, it's just the overall handling that should raise a level of concern that should touch everybody. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. And here, uh, Nestle's not going to investigate. Did we get no, that? No, she said she wasn't. Yeah. Th this is Dana Nestle. One year ago, the keynote speaker, the morning breakfast speaker at the nursing home lobbyists and CEOs breakfast. This is Dana Nessel refusing to look into what the fuck we known all along and listen what she says to the nursing home. Uh. <laughs> and I'm just tired of hearing it regurgitated over and over and over again that terrible things happen at your facilities. It's not true. Even they didn't want to clap. Yeah. They're like, holy yeah. shit. What? Yeah. Even, even they didn't. Charlie, that's the thing. The nursing homes were substandard prior to COVID. I mean, you, you, anybody that's ever gone anywhere, it's just, it's just, unless you were paying in one of the higher end places where you're paying, you know, five or $6,000 a week, you know, any average nursing home was substandard. We talked to some people that, that indicated that inspections were few and far between, if ever at all. So everybody was just kind of there living on their own accord and self-policing. Yeah, and uh, self-reporting, and self -reporting, we all know the numbers yeah. were fake, and they yeah. knew they knew these weren't the real numbers. And making numbers. money. Remember, even in, in, in Craig's story, one of the facilities uh, the year before posted, what, $3 million in revenue? I mean, so they're making money, but they're not providing the service that they're being paid for. And and they, they were induced by money to take mm -hmm. COVID people exactly. in, and, and they had no ability to stop the uh, spread of infection. We, we also know, now, now here's the governor. Well, I never followed through on that order requiring everybody to set up a COVID hub. Well, yeah, just, just for shorthand math. Yeah, you did, they were called the hubs. Mm -hmm. That was the one, the overflow. Like you, of the 21 hubs, I, it was 10 or 11, it was about half. Got failing grades by the feds for infection protocols. They were like given one star or two out of five. They were fucking dumps, right? Yeah. Then, this is online, I found it. They were inspecting in the summer when, when Craig's writing about that, like the, the, the May and the mm -hmm. June, right? Half of those places flunked, mm -hmm. flunked the infections during COVID. I'm not surprised. This is fucking outrageous. Not surprised, Charlie. If you talk to anybody that has a, a friend, a parent, a loved one in a nursing facility in Detroit or in the surrounding areas, down river is full of them. They're all dumps. They are. They have been. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that they'd probably still fail today. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they would. I'm sure they've done a lot of work getting them up today. <laughs> And the, and the never happened. And incentivizing the taking the COVID patients is something nobody wants to talk about, and it is at every level. They were getting paid for that. Remember the guy, the 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 um, I don't want to call him an undertaker. The guy, the body speaking collector. of the body, no, that sounds right. But you know, from the funeral homes, you know, they they were they were financially incentivized. I mean, the whole thing was financially. Yeah, incentivized. you got five thousand for taking a patient, yeah. two hundred dollars a day for having them there. Exactly. I, right. That's 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 how that worked. Now Nestle says. She's not going to investigate, right? Because she, remember, Cuomo went down. Mm -hmm. And it was the New York State Attorney General that took him down, right? She found out they were undercounting the bodies. Turns out Michigan was undercounting, undercounting the bodies worse 
than New York. Because Whitmer was following his plan. Remember, she was almost following it yeah, to, but the, to the letter. Remember, Cuomo stopped doing it in but May of 2020. She didn't know what to do. <laughs> right? Oh, shit, we're doubling down. Yeah. So, Nessel famously said, well, I talked to the AG of New York, and it's different because in New York, there was a whistleblower within Cuomo's administration that said he's faking the data, which is a lie. The way it happened was Cuomo himself told the attorney general to open up a complaint hotline because what Cuomo wanted to do was get the pressure off himself and say, look, I wrote the executive order and they didn't follow it, these nursing homes. I told you to have personal protection equipment, stuff like that. So she opens up the hotline and lo and behold, after the election, she drops a fucking brick on it. She fucked over her own political patron, <laughs> right? Letitia James. Mm -hmm. And then Cuomo goes on. So there was no whistleblower. And number two, because I know people in Letitia James's inner chamber, mm -hmm. they don't remember you calling. Madam, they don't remember you calling. Can you provide the phone record, please? Because that would seem odd that the right-hand people of the Attorney General don't remember you calling. They're so good at providing records. Hmm. That phone record is with the cash check from the trip to Florida. Yeah. We yeah. want an investigation. And you know what else we want? The, the nursing homes are, like you said, they're still garbage. Like they there's, are. We got billions of dollars, but how many of them put in a new HVAC system to mm -hmm. suck when the next one comes? COVID-25. Have we learned nothing? <laughs> Do we have no new strategy? Nobody cares, Charlie. It'll be someone else's problem. Then. Uh, yeah. Oops, they I'm, don't care. I'm sorry. My daughter said, she's looking online, you know, like, Pop, she, are you a conservative? I go... I don't know. I'm an old man. I, she goes, you're like a libertarian. I go, I say to her, I go, no, 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 no. Listen, did you learn about the 1968 Democratic Convention in school? And she goes, what are you talking about? And I go, I was barely alive. Mm -hmm. It was the Democrats, all the silk suits arguing over, is it going to be McCarthy? Is it, you know, mm -hmm. Humphreys? Who's it going to be? Because Bobby Kennedy was assassinated. Right. And Richard Daly balding, sour-faced, cheap-suited machine boss of Chicago, much like Mike Duggan here. I was going to say, wow, that sounds... They, they really do look <laughs> remarkably alike when you look at these old clips. They had the blue-helmeted police, the National Guard, they were, they were pointing M16s at... Pro, basically, the hippies were out there, mm -hmm. right? Sort of the far left, you know, the doves, you know, the whiskers and, you know, the beads and stuff... At that time, the majority of Americans supported Vietnam, but as these people in the streets proved to be right, it was so wrong. On so mm -hmm. many levels, the government lied. And, like, why are you rolling? Oh, I can't hear the noise. They're doing Zieg Heil to the police, and the whole world is watching. This is Gestapo book. Bringing in the buses and the snow plows mm -hmm. and watch them start gassing them and beating this shit. Martin Luther King was assassinated that year. There's We're the such people. a violent country. Bobby Kennedy. <laughs> we really are. Look at this. So I say to my, I say to my daughter, I go, um, I'm not the ones in the blue helmet, and I'm not the one in the silk suits. I go, there were journalists, clergy, 
everyday people, older people, mm-hmm. black, white, they were all there getting this shit beat. I said, I'm, I'm there. Mm-hmm. So you, you tell me what I am. What did she say? She went off and started watching it. I go, there's a whole documentary called Vietnam by mm-hmm. Ken Burns, this brilliant 10 part, you know, if you're looking for something to watch. And uh, I don't know, I said, that was organized by students from Ann Arbor, mm-hmm. Tom Hayden and, and you know, and uh, I said, I went to Ann Arbor for undergrad. And in the same year, there were riots in Berkeley, California, at University of California, and I went, you went there? I went to Berkeley. And I spent a dozen years working in Manhattan, in Times Square, at the New York Times. So if I'm a conservative, I sure spent a lot of time trying to figure <laughs> out the liberal mind, didn't I? I just, I want my country back. Good luck. You know what I mean? I, I'm for the, the peace. Good luck. The, the dove on the placard. I'm, I'm, for, I'm for old people. I'm for our kids. But nobody else is these days, Charlie. That's the thing. I mean, it beca- they, they, they're talking points and they're photo ops and there's style and no substance. The rich is controlling it. The, yeah. You know, like Whitmer took 50 grand from the nursing home people mm-hmm. last year. Nestle took 10 grand. It's, and they're throwing us crumbs. Mm. And we're, we're just coming apart. And so something new, I don't say what you want. What, what does a label matter? What, what about the That's kids? A- how we fucked them so bad. They turned, they turned a pandemic into a political talking point. Mm-hmm. And you know what they did? They remember, and they pushed all of their henchmen out there. You know what I mean? Like the doctors and, mm-hmm. and, and just spinning us around and one side, the other side. It was so ironic. Trump was pushing a vaccine that's not as advertised. It's not effective, mm-hmm. as they said. It doesn't stop transmission. That's right doesn't stop death doesn't but everything is also driven in fear fear of what we don't know fear of each other fear of the unknown just who's causing the fear the your air quote leaders are causing the fear and they're and 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 they're making money off of that and the pukes in the media they decided they're gonna pick a side you got to be on our side thank you craig for a brilliant Series of articles. It was very in-depth. Craig Mauger, the uh, the Detroit News. Look that up. Okay. You want to know, fuck, I don't forget. Airplanes, and I don't forget old people in the nursing homes, and I don't forget when Whitmer's people are sending out doctors to do let it rip, but the doctor had actually worked on your campaign. Dr. Labcoat on let it rip, and let it rip doesn't... Fox 2 doesn't know that this guy, you know, is a Whitmer associate and you're going to and he's sitting in his own fucking living room at 10 o'clock in a lab coat. (laughs) Where's the lab coat in your living room? A person that earns the long coat wants to wear to remind you they're a doctor. (laughs) At least put the nurse's outfit on. (laughs) That's after it goes off. Little pumps, you know, some, I love it. The sheer pantyhose. But no, but no, this was back like uh, 2021. Yeah, 2021, March, I believe. March, mm-hmm. when I'm, I, I got to sue the state for data that doesn't exist about the nursing homes. And these bozos, one psychologist, one doctor telling me I'm all wet. Turns out I was right. <laughs> you did, did this. This is the argument we had. We just clipped a little bit. So everybody go home read some stuff, Google it, and stop with the talking points. We want 
answers. Listen, wait till you get the data. Wait till you get the data. Wait till you get the information from your lawsuit, and then you'll know. Exactly. I'm. My uh, lawsuit is for you, dude. I'm. I'm not giving you talking points. I'm giving you facts. There, there, there is a discernible difference between just stating simple facts. Okay. Citing partisan talking points, which is no, what, wait a minute. which what is, is what Mr. Lucido is up to. Let me finish. Let me finish. No, not the there, talking points. There, Give me a fact. Here's a fact. There is there is okay. nothing different between what the governor of Michigan did uh-huh. compared to many other states around the country. What for she, example. What for she example. Do, for example, for as, it, as it pertains to setting up separate facilities inside of nursing homes for COVID patients. That's not it, what they were doing. Even Tory knew better than that. Yeah, I mean, and it, and it wasn't, but that guy was also uh, in, included uh, in the commercials, you know, from this, I guess it was from the CDC or the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, you know, pushing the whole conversation and the, and the whole fear mongering thing throughout. So, yeah. That's you, Dr. Talking Points. Okay, wait till we get the data. I got the data. They were so undercounted. And what was the Whitmer's administration's response to that? To attack the auditor the independent auditor who's never donated to a campaign in his life call him a political hack and basically a liar. Well. No, you, you threw him in there. This is, this is slop. Everything in this state's so fucked up. Our roads are fucked up. Our schools are fucked up. Our nursing homes are fucked up. Our, our hospitals in the city are fucked up. Keep going. Keep going. I go on. Our electric grid is fucked up. What else? Just everything, Charlie. I mean, get it together! It is. You got some explaining to do. And it doesn't have to be that way. No. It, it's not. The solution is very simple. Just do what you're supposed to do. Be honest. Be upfront. Apologize for making a mistake and fix it. It can be fixed. We've got the money. We've got the resources. We can fix it. Yeah. Well, the media needs to really start looking at itself. You got to get back to what the mission is, right? I was. It's sad. Like, I, I was busy Saturday, so I, I wasn't looking at stuff. Mass shooting in mm-hmm. Allen, Texas. Yep. Eight dead. So it's Sunday, and I'm going through the paper, and I'm, I'm reading the New York Times. I was like, oh, fuck. And, you know, it's like five people wrote it. One of the guys covers the FBI. And in there, it says, you know, law enforcement, according to them, he, he may have had, like, white supremacy mm-hmm. sympathies, Nazi postings on his uh, social media. And then a few hours later, the guy's name is Maurizio Garcia. Huh. Well. (laughs) So a white supremacist Nazi Latino, this country is nuts. But that's because we jump to conclusions. Mm -hmm. We fuel our prejudicial opinions and perceptions, and we jump the gun. Like, we didn't take the time to find the guy's name and determine if, in fact, any of those accusations or assumptions were true. Because it reads better. If he's a white supremacist, it weeds better if he has all these, you know, things on his social media. It just it, it fuels the conversation. Yes. And it doesn't it doesn't matter if, if it doesn't make it doesn't make for a good headline if he's a Latino and he's crashed through this facility where there are other Latino migrants. Eh, it doesn't have the same. Oomph right. to it. Exactly. Like, you know, maybe we're like just all fucking nuts. Yeah. You know, may, maybe maybe we should go there. But this guy. Adam Goldman or Goldberg, I can't remember. It doesn't really matter. But he won the Pulitzer 
for the Trump collusion, Trump being a stooge of Putin, and we, we now know that shit was invented by the Clinton campaign and pushed out by the spy agencies and gobbled up by the media, right? You didn't apologize. You haven't fixed the stories. You, you haven't returned the Pulitzer Prize. I'm hanging in Pulitzer Hall at the New York Times too. And this shit offends me. But they're on to the next thing, though, Charlie, and that's it. That's it. We we gravel, we grovel, we uplift, we complain, and then we go on to the next thing and forget all about it. This is, and again, uh, I'm the guy with the. I'm just a realist, you know. what I mean, I don't mm -hmm. do yard signs. I don't carry placards. I I just love my people, and I'm experienced in life. So I'm just gonna mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell you as I see it, and I think the liberal media has destabilized American democracy more than. Russia was ever trying to do. They did it, right? They're feeding false, left-leaning Americans a constant narrative that the president was a sleeper agent. So whatever your feelings about Donald Trump, this according to the New York Post editorial board. Okay, I know it's the Post. It's a Rupert Murdoch, Fox property, but I know them too. They say, whatever your feelings about Donald Trump, it should disturb you that political opponents and bureaucrats who hated him could so easily weaponize the press to undermine the government from within. Mm -hmm. And do you guys agree with that? Because that struck me. Well, yeah. I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. Yeah, I don't think that's up for even really any extensive discussion. Because go back to all that local media, all the NPR shit, all the stuff they were talking about, about these nursing homes. I did. You fuckers failed. And Kurt Mauger is a rabid dog. That Craig, guy does Craig. his job. Craig. Craig. What'd I say? Kurt, it's okay. <laughs> why, why did I do that? It's not even done. Yeah, it's a slip. Because there's the Kurt guy yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah, thank you for that. I didn't even want to correct you, but yeah. Sorry, Craig. Well, that's true. <laughs> I'm sure he's been called once. And, and he does his job. <laughs> no. no fear, no favor. The guy, you know, works. Mm -hmm. well, he well, he takes this, his time, too. Yeah, that story was very detailed. And like I said, I read it twice because it had... It had a depth to it that made you, it, it resonated with people. And he talked about the guy with his mother. And, you know, I mean, he personalized it, substantiated with fact, research, data. I mean, it was a very exhaustive story. Everybody should read that. Yeah, he, and he, he tied everything together. Yeah, he did. About the orders, about the mm -hmm. fact that. He did the timeline. Right, that mm -hmm. Whitmer extended, as did the legislature, a law that allowed the nursing homes to escape mm -hmm. lawsuits. You know, yep. for things like death and infections, and that spreading. should concern everybody. My Charlie. God, it should really concern everybody because as as our as our as our as our time on Earth, you know, extends. Some point you may end up in a nursing home. I mean, so maybe you're not there now. Maybe you don't have a family member left. But but just how they navigate and manipulate things should also speak volumes. Because if they're doing it there for nursing homes, they're doing it for everything else. That's why I just want to say, my daughter, baby doll, you're good. Just think like you think. You, yeah. you don't got to look for a label because they're just labeling so they can tear you up. Mm -hmm. That's true. You know, there's not two sides of an issue. There's 330 million people in this country. There are 330 million points of view. And God demands that we all live together. Yep. So a little, a little bit of respect. Should be able to play in the sandbox together, even if we don't always agree. If you think about it, we're all inhabiting Earth at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, the 21st century. This hundred years is unbelievable. Flight. 
atom bombs, computers, AI, all AI, of the telephone. Yeah. Electronic car. Transcontinental flight. Podcasts. Podcasts. Imagine that. <laughs> Newspapers. Yeah, but the podcast thing has made everybody an expert. I mean, so. Radio, television. Yeah, all of that. All of the telephones. Mm -hmm. What a time to be living. And so they're going to remember us as, a, as one people. Or will we be remembered at all? Right. Right. And if so, for what? So live your life the best you can. And don't worry about it. You won't be here. So leave something for the kid. Be forthright and stand up. Right? You do it right, we're going we're gonna to give you this. I always say, Charlie, and we do this with, the, with, with whether it's a rental car, whether it's a public restroom, you've got to think about the person that's coming after you because at some point you'll be the next person coming. Yeah, like, don't every, be like, yeah. But if everybody had that thought, you know, then things would be better. You would not walk into a public restroom and it were dirty because the person before you said, hey, let me think about the person coming after me because the person, after, you know what I'm saying? It just becomes a succession. Yeah, like People when you, when like you rent that. a car, take the garbage out, right? Yeah, clean it up. And, I mean, and like, don't forget your driver's license and your crack pipe, Hunter. <laughs> because somebody was nice and got those things back to you. Yeah, but I mean, you're using something. I mean, there are, there are commonalities that we all have to, to share. They're common spaces. They're common things. They're issues that impact all of us. Those are the things that we should protect. Red, Redzo, hey, I, I just want you all in, in politics to know Red's up there looking up your property taxes. <laughs> that one's coming. Who's not paying and how come? Right? I told you. I told you. We take a comedian got put out on his ass. He's living in the Skid Row Motel from the east Red. side and he's going to be the crack Red, reporter but, of Detroit. But Red is smart. When you listen to his perspectives about things and his comments, Red is Red's intelligent. So don't, don't discount that. Yeah, you know the, the funny thing about Red is like for a guy that works on stage when you talk he, he doesn't blather on mm -hmm. mm. you know he makes he's he's like really fun to talk with yeah but that's what you're supposed to do make your point and shut up <laughs> all right let's move along now uh <laughs> you are did you guys read that uh, profile of me in our magazine yes we did you did i i as i promised the guy i go i don't read my own press but i'm, I'm dying to know what you know <sighs> our magazine how would we describe our magazine what is that it's, it's big. It's glossy. Yeah, it's expensive. Uh, it's also uh, packed with ads. So, you know, all those uh, docs of the year and all that stuff, people pay to be in that. Is it a society magazine? Like yes, A little bit, yeah. yeah. It's in the um, dentist's office. High in the society. It but is. not high society. It's like Birmingham gets in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's a nice it's a nice magazine. Uh, it has articles that, that are well written, uh, and this was one of them. Steve Fries, um, he's a very good writer. He, right. He worked at the but Times. But like Mark and I said, you know, we, we read it differently because we know you and because we're here. Uh, and so maybe we had a few different perspectives. I did not like the opening of the article. How did um, it open? Well, it, comparing you to Howard Stern, I didn't like that because I don't, I, I don't mind that, Robin. Well, you may, you know, <laughs> and I told you that's. I told Charlie that when we first started. I said I am not. Is it my? To, is it my nose? No, I don't. I don't know. But she, he talked about some of the more lewd things that you've done on the show that I don't agree with. But I mean, I thought overall it was good. He tied it all together, um, but. From my perspective, there's so much more to you than anybody you, you would didn't, be able to cram not, you, You're not saying anything. You give me what do you say? What loot shit did I do? I, Mark, you. Well, tell he doesn't me. like that you smoked. I'll tell you that much. But which, and then whatever. The, and then the snowman there. with the. I know my snowman. He I, didn't that like, was he didn't horrible. Like oh yeah. I didn't like. I didn't like that. But I mean, you know, so it was. It was it's fine. A good snowman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, oh, the, yeah. Did you, like, why did the snowman pull down his pants? Yeah. Because he saw the snowblower coming. 
That one? Yeah. I, I really Come on, that's old. That's, that's, that's such an old one. God. I, I appreciate Steve admitted that, look, he had maybe not an agenda, but he had biases coming mm-hmm. into this. I mean, he says that maybe in the fourth or fifth paragraph. Like, what'd he say? What do you mean? Um, that, well, yeah, he thought you were, I think he said he thought you were, you know, just uh, Chauvin, you know, doing stuff for... Uh, and not in tech. What I don't know. What, what I don't want to m- misquote him, Mark. He says I'm going to admit something that journalists rarely do. But if you're prof- uh, let's see, if you're profiling a rule breaking reporter, I guess that's you. Okay. Uh, if you're profiling a rule breaking reporter, it seems proper to break a few yourself. I came into this assignment eager to write about Charlie LaDuff as a clown and a mm. weirdo, not being a viewer of local TV news and vaguely aware of the fact that we overlap for a while. The years I wrote regularly for the New York Times. Uh, and then he goes on and admits that he didn't read your book, which is wrong. I mean, everybody should read Detroit. It's a great book. Hmm. There's a plug. But the photographs were amazing. Those 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 pictures were. They were good photographs. What was yeah. that cat's name? It's escaping me. Uh, really good dude, that photographer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that picture. Those pictures were. Loved them. See, he 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 wanted to set up lights mm-hmm. and stuff <laughs> like like they do, like they do for our magazine, you know. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh fuck no. It's counter to what we're doing, right? No right. bullshit, no no posing. They're both nice. They're both very professional. They were and nice. very good. Oh, yeah. yeah, that one that is an award. The, I, the one with your hand your on your forehead. Uh, I just made that your profile on your phone. Oh, I, I, I love it. I uh, it's probably us talking to red. Like oh fuck, <laughs> Jesus. Wait, where go? That one right there, right? That yeah, one. Yep. Yeah. I love that. That's a great picture. That's Charlie Liddell. I will say there was a. This is the this is the big thing I took out of it, which I I thought was it's one of these things. That I think we all knew and felt, and he's talking about the ad with Tudor Dixon, mm-hmm. which, you know, we wanted to have Whitmer on. I mean, you said that even before you talked to Tudor, like, Whitmer, come on, come on this show. It'll be respectful, but you got to answer some questions. Um, but then this little blurb is in the article here. Um, oh, you pulled up a blurb? I did. Look at that. How professional. You know, you know Mark, is, Mark is thorough. Mark is like the guy. Yeah, Mark, Mark is. I have to make up for ruining the show earlier you on. You see that? So. Look at that. Mark. Mark's engineering it. He's shitting over it. He's coming up with content. <laughs> he comments. He reads stuff. He posts it. He's working with Jeremy. Like, the, the guy is. Super smart. The preeminent. Yeah, he is. Would he, you agree, Jeremiah? No. He's the preeminent broadcast everything that's very kind but that was in the state see look at him Um, he doesn't it's like i'll just forget that (laughs) it's about the work let's talk about me some more yeah (laughs) (laughs) so he writes here um you know regarding getting you getting whitmer on the show it said it didn't work whitmer sitting on a big polling league gave precious few interviews in the final months of the campaign and he admits that she even turned down him Mm -hmm. for newsweek and this is a quote from the article as a whitmer aide told me later they certainly weren't going to risk her Talking to Laduff. Which is what we've known all along. But now it's it's from an aide mm-hmm. to a reporter, be it on... And it's Deco, published. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Risk her? She's yep. the governor. What's the risk? <laughs> I, it's true, though. It's horseshit. <laughs> but true. we knew that all along. Yeah, but now this is even more proof. Hmm. Hmm. Think about that partisan people. Like, look, it's... I respect who you vote for, why you do it. Did you hear that? If you can't face me, how the fuck do you face Xi, Putin, mm-hmm. Lopez Obrador? How? How? Me? And the people that put you there. That's the other thing. 
that is part of facing the people who put you there, Charlie. I mean, you are a journalist that demands answers to questions that have been just allowed to just dangle out there. I'm a reporter, not a journalist. Whatever. Reporter, journalist, you're Charlie LaDuff. Once I start wearing a lab coat around my house, you can call me a journalist. (laughs) Okay. I'll take it one step further, too. You admit in the article that you voted for the first time, Mm -hmm. right? What? That you voted I didn't read the article. Oh, it's voted a, for it's who? A, did you vote for, for Whitmer? Whitmer? Yeah. Yeah, and so he throws that in there. So now not only is she dodging you because of the risk, but you voted for her, your constituent, and you voted for her. I it's want just, answers from my representative. There's, there's no, nothing wrong with that. No. But that that's happening at every level, Charlie. It is happening right, at yeah. every level. And, and and they should not be allowed to get away with it. Let me, let me ask this. The total, you know, hey, Steve, if you're listening, I, I, I appreciate you coming around. He, he asked me to ask Cuomo if Cuomo would talk to him, right? Mm-hmm. And Cuomo texted me and goes, he goes, oh, fuck no. Fuck, fuck the media, man. I don't think he's going to fuck you, dude. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, what's good for the goose is good for the Michigander. You're going to fuck me, you're going to fuck me. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, well, I know who I am. I was a little surprised in the article, too. There were quotes from people that tweeted underneath you, you know, just, just to add some color because mm-hmm. he couldn't find anybody. That wanted to talk. Yeah. They wouldn't talk. Yeah. Oh, you mean the trash, trash me? Well, anybody. Y- y- any, did yeah. anybody, was anybody on the record? Like, did he quote you? Me. He but, did quote Karen, yeah. But okay. I don't yeah. even remember saying that to him, but it was fine. He quoted a former executive producer at Fox, Fox too, that you worked yeah. with, but it was nice. Um, yeah. I... I don't know. I, I'm just. I have a problem with people quoting tweets in general. Yeah, but if you when can't find verified, anybody else, too I mean, bad. Then, were, were they yeah. trash tweets like ripping on me? Yeah, I don't. Don't, were, don't read them to me. That's why I don't no, read my own press. They were. They were. You know. They were trying to pose the other side of whatever the issue is. I get that, but I'd rather not hear that from a tweet because yeah, they're but not. If nobody verified. wants to come on and and present the other side of the story. Then he's not left a, any other choice but to go to Twitter. I get that. I just I'm sick of Twitter yeah. kind of running a you know news agenda. You see that a lot stories yeah. because there's a Twitter response mm-hmm. and it just it rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> not I'd rather be rubbed the right way. Yeah, somebody oh, step up, like man. Somebody step up and manhandle me. Come on. Okay, it's time to go now. You, you know guys I mean? are getting out of no, here. No, I mean you know I mean like. <laughs> I know you, what you mean. Go on the record and say it. Yeah. What, but, are you afraid I'm going to respond? Yeah, that's exactly what he wrote. No. There's, there, there was a general fear of uh, getting on your, your bad side. And I'm like, well, it's a different. Yeah, I don't even know if it's bad side or just the fact that they can't handle questions that they are either aren't able or don't want to answer. I think that's I think that's more of what it is. They don't like your um, controversial, not controversial, but your... Um, um, your style, I guess, kind of in your face. So they don't want they don't want to be on the other end of that. Oh, yeah, confrontational. Well, I think is the Charlie's word. like, oh, what? That's so what he this, this, this sounds like like he ripped the shit out of me. No, 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 no he no, didn't. No. It was a nice piece. No, he I'm didn't. just looking for the bad stuff. No, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a bad art. It was well balanced. It was fine. Yeah, it I, really I think wasn't. the article was fine. Well, I knew. I look. I knew it would be because I know the man's a professional. And he's actually yeah, got a gifted pen. And nobody's called me to go like, dude, you gotta. You got an answer to this, you know. What I mean, no, no one did that. So, yeah, no, it was, it wasn't bad. He did write there at the end too. He wrote um, where it is. He claims that uh, you're sensitive soul. I would agree with that. I think, I think Charlie is far more sensitive than people would even Imagine. even realize. Yeah. And you said I won't read it. He tells me the piece. If you want me to read it, I will. But it can be the most accurate, most clever, most well written thing. And just like every other human being, when I read my Twitter feed, it's the one asshole picking on me. So if you write a sentence <laughs> I don't like, then I'm pissed. And that's why you don't read your own press. It's true. 
I know. It's hard. It's hard to. I mean, you know, there could be ninety nine nice things written. It's that one thing you'll focus on. But you know on. what though? I guess for me, it's like I don't. It just. Eh, you just you read it and you keep moving. I don't. Sure. This is it's like no. Okay. But, but whatever. Humans will focus on negative. They do. They don't know how to do anything <laughs> else. I do, man. Like the fuck book. yeah. It was a good article. The picture was great. All right. Well, there's that. That's yeah. in the, yeah, what what that. what what month is it? May May's yeah. edition of mm-hmm. our magazine. It's got mm-hmm. the top. What's the, what's the headline? The, what's the title? Uh, let me go find it real quick. It's a what's a red cover? It's like top of the town or. Hmm. I don't care about the cover. They didn't give you the cover though, man. I didn't get the cover. <laughs> That's coming next. Uh, in the Laduff is what it's titled. There it is. What is that? On mean? the screen. I don't know. It's not revealed in the piece what that means. In the Laduff. well, it starts part Howard Stern, part Hunter S. Thompson, yeah, the Pulitzer like that. winning. Turn local TV news performance performance arts no longer mm-hmm. as corporate media overlords to please. Can he and we handle that? It's provocative. Not, what does can, can what does he surmise? Can we handle it? Can well, we handle? Can he, can yeah, we, can no. We handle I, it? I think I think he. I mean, he wrote that his biases were. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't find what he thought he was going to find. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he was you pleasantly, know. it seems like he was pleasantly surprised and impressed with what he walked away with. And you had a quote in there that openly admitted that, yeah, if you're going to deliver news, you got to be entertaining. you got to get the facts right. I mean, that, what it's one of Charlie's mantras all the time. Mm-hmm. Got to have it right. Yep. Got to have it right. You rule number it. one. Rule number one in modern journalism is the same rule as it was in old journalism. It's got to be right. Yep. At best you can do. Sometimes you get it wrong, you admit it. It's got to be right. But Charlie, you, no, rule, you rule number two. Oh, there's more than one. Okay, there's only two. Oh, okay. You didn't even hear me. I said there's two. I heard I mean, the first one. You're so disappointed. <laughs> it's not to listen. Rule number two, which may never supplant rule number one, but rule number two is don't be boring. That's true. Everybody knows that. It's got to be right. Don't fuck with people. Right? They're investing time in what you're saying. I have a third rule. Go ahead. What's the third? Always be yourself. I mean, always be yourself. Be your un be your authentic self and so i mean you can't be walter cronkite you can't be mort Krim. you can't be and and you shouldn't want to be you don't want to be the next whomever you want to be charlie LaDuff. and there are tons of people that try to emulate you but i tell even kids this and all the time you will always be your most successful when you are yourself and that's who you are you've carved out your own very unique style and approach and it works for you. Yeah, we roll in. I want to thank everybody for being part of it. And you can, we, uh, Jeremiah's like, there's a lot of you commenting. We're, we're looking at them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Tell us what you think. Give us a subscribe, a like, you know, all that bullshit. Help us out. <laughs> Help us out. It's all right. Bullshit, all right. Charlie. I got to piss now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, need, I need to see the cash check, madam. I need to see that. So we'll be, you know, we'll be around.